Let me ask you a question. Do you find yourself not going after things you want in life because of fear? Or what about staying in relationships that you know don't serve you? You know what your problem is? You settle. Welcome to the Radical Winning Perspective Podcast. I am your host, Susan, founder and creator of Royalty with Purpose. On this platform, you can expect empowerment, inspiration, and encouragement. So go ahead, subscribe, send to a friend, because on this podcast, we not settling. (laughs) Yes, I said it, we not settling. No more will we not chase after our goals and dreams because of fear. No more will we remain in relationships that don't serve us. Enough is enough. So get ready and let's get into today's episode. Welcome, welcome back, family. We are back at it again for episode number 34. Hey, y'all. Hey, family. How you doing, sister? How you doing, brother? You guys, I'm so happy to be with you all yet again another week. All right. God has allowed me to still be in the land of the living. But hold on, check this out. He has allowed you to still be in the land of the living. And I know that because you're listening. But anyways, I'm so excited to have this opportunity yet again to encourage you, inspire you, and empower you. You know, that is my weekly goal, um, daily goal, you know, when it relates to uh, anyone that I encounter. And I am hoping that this episode will give you some encouragement, um, also not only give you encouragement, encouragement, but help you put some things in perspective. For today's episode, family, we're going to be talking about three things that could hinder our prayers, three things that can hinder our prayers. But before we get into today's episode and I get into the three things, okay, I want to check in on you. How are you doing? Have you been keeping your light on? Have you been changing temperatures when you walk in rooms? Now, With that being said, I hope the answer to your question is, yes, Susan, I've been keeping my light on. And if you have been, then guess what? I applaud you. Okay. I'm clapping my hands because I am thankful that you are remembering that you are the light of this world. Okay. Do not put a lamp over your light. All right. Do not hesitate in speaking God's word. Okay. Be obedient when God tells you to do something, because at the end of the day, When we go on to glory, y'all know we're going to have to answer to someone. And we want to make sure that when our father sees us, that he says, well done. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Again, I hope you guys have had a fantastic week. Me, myself, it's been, it's been good. You know, I can't complain. I like to say what, uh, my, um, this guy, Dave Ramsey, that I used to listen to a lot, he used to always say when people asked them how he was doing, he would say, I am better than I deserve. Okay. I am better than I deserve. And that's what I'm sharing with you all today, that today I am better than I deserve because there's so many things that could have happened to me. There's so many other places I could have been, but God saw it fit to have me in this place. I'm not six feet underground. I'm not in a hospital. I'm not on my sick bed. Listen, I'm not stuck somewhere and in a country and can't get out. Listen, I am safe in his hands. And so, So therefore, I say that I am better than I deserve. 
as we get into these things that could hinder our prayer, first, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Have you all ever heard the saying, if you're going to pray, don't worry. And if you're going to worry, don't pray. What does that mean to you? You know, when I consider that saying and what I believe that they are actually trying to say basically is stating that why even ask God to do something that we don't believe he has the power to do, right? When we go before, think about it, when we go before the father, right? And we submit our request unto God. God wants us to approach his throne boldly. He wants us to approach his throne, believing that he's able to do everything that we may ask or think of. All right. He's able to do exceedingly and abundantly. But when we come to God and when we don't even believe that it's actually possible, I don't mean to be rude, but why are we even wasting our time praying? Why are we even wasting our energy going before him if we don't even believe that he is a God that is able to do the things that we asked him for? And so the first thing I want to talk about is how the lack of trust that God is able can hinder our prayers. Listen, in Mark eleven twenty four, the scripture tells us that we must go to God, right? Go to him in prayer. When we submit our request to him, go to him knowing that whatever things that we ask for, when we pray, we must believe that we can receive them and that we will have them. And so the word is already telling us, or God is already letting us know that when we get ready to open our mouth and ask God to do something for us, we must believe in our heart that we are able to receive them and that we are able to have them. And so I believe that we have to focus on making sure that when we open up our mouths, that our faith, right? He said, all we need is a mustard seed, that our faith is large enough to be able to believe that our father is able. And you all, we can go back in Hebrews and just even talk about those individuals that their faith was challenged, but they overcame. By faith, they believe this. By faith, this happened because of that, this, any other. And so I want to encourage you as you position yourself to open up your mouth and ask God for certain things on your behalf, that number one, you believe that he's able to do it. The second thing that I want to share about what can hinder our prayers is your will versus God's will. In Matthew 6 and 10 The scripture tells us that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You guys, I know that sometimes we want things to go our way, right? We want God to provide every desire that we want, but we must remember that God is not a Santa Claus. All right. He is not going to give us what we want, but he's going to give us what we need. And he's going to do that because he knows what's best for us. So sometimes when we are praying, asking God to save a relationship and God bring this person back in my life or God rekindle this friendship or God give me this job or help them change their mind about how they feel about me, et cetera, et cetera. God, I I want this business to pop off or I want to buy this house in, let's say, uh, Dallas, Texas, and it doesn't happen for us. 
we have to realize that sometimes the things don't happen for us because it's not the will of God for our lives. And so I encourage you to be intentional when you submit your petitions to God. You tell God, Father, let your will be done. God, if this is what you have for me, let your will be done. If it's not, God, I am okay with it. And I believe a lot of times we get messed up because we pray for specific things. And when they don't come to pass, we're angry at God. And we tell God that he doesn't want us to be happy. And we tell God that he really is not a God that is a promise keeper. And I wholly doubt that. I do believe honestly, and this is from my experience, that God's will is perfect. God's will is perfect and it's better than our will. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts, okay, are are bigger than our thoughts. And you guys, we have to get in a place where we trust for God's will to be done in our lives. We can't always pray selfish prayers. God wants us to be able to intercede for others. God wants our prayers to be set up where if he blesses us, then we're going to use how he blessed us to give back to other people. When God does something for us, he doesn't do it for us just to keep it to ourselves. We can't be praying, asking God to give us a, make us a million dollar business or help us that we will be able to have this type of influence and this, that, and the other, and not being willing to allow God to also have part of that. If God knows your intentions are not good and it's not to build up the kingdom, why would he give you such thing? God wants us to be faithful over a few things. He said, if we're faithful over a few things, he'll make us ruler over many. So if we can't handle what we have now. If we can't be thankful for things right now, why would God give us more? And more importantly, why if we will not operate how the father wants us to operate, why would he let everything that we want come to pass? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that the desires of our heart won't be met, but I do believe it's according to his will. And so family, we got to stop being upset when things don't happen the way we want them to happen and realize that sometimes they don't happen because it's not the will of God for our lives. The third thing that I want to share about what can hinder our prayers is unforgiveness buried in your heart. In Matthew 6, 14 through 15, the scripture tells us that if we forgive men that trespass against us, our heavenly father will also forgive us. But if we do not forgive men that trespass upon us, neither will our father forgive our trespassings. Family, we have to learn how to let go and let God. A lot of times we hold on to bitterness and unforgiveness in our heart that makes us sick. It makes us not look like our father in our hearts because we haven't let go of someone that may have rejected us, someone that may have hurt us, someone that may have been cruel towards us, someone that has betrayed us. God doesn't want us holding on to wrongdoings of others. 
The father says that vengeance is his. So we don't have to sit around plotting how we're going to return the favor of someone that has done us wrong. We don't have to sit around thinking that we have to go uh, make sure that this person feels the same suffering that they gave us. But this is the place where when someone has done us wrong, we come before God and we ask him to heal our heart. We ask him to position us to be able to let go and allow him, okay, to heal us from that person or for us to sometimes separate from that person so that we could be healed. There's so many things that we have done wrong in the sight of the Lord. There's so many times where we've disappointed him. There's so many times where we haven't gotten it right. And there's so many times that he has forgiven us. There's a scripture that says that the, the, the man asks, how many times should I forgive my neighbor? And God says seven times seven. Okay. So that means over and over again, we have to forgive people that wrong us. Blessed are the peacemakers. Our father tells us God wants us to be peacemakers and he doesn't want us to carry burdens of other people. And also he doesn't want us to carry bitterness and unforgiveness in our heart. And I truly believe that when you get to that place where you're able to forgive those people that may have done you wrong, you stop holding on to those grudges. You stop blaming people of you not getting where you're supposed to be in your life because they may have done you wrong. Then there's freedom in that. There's freedom because it it, it frees up space within your heart. You guys, we have to understand that sometimes people do us wrong because they don't know any better. We have to realize that hurt people hurt people. But because you have been revealed, okay, the light, then you know that your father wants you to walk as an example. He wants you to imitate him. And just as he has forgiven us, We have to forgive the ones that have done us wrong. Listen, family, I want you guys to receive everything that God has for you. I want your prayers to reach the heavens. I want your fervent prayers to reach the heaven because I believe that prayer changes things. I believe that prayer opens doors and closes doors. And I believe that he's doing that for you. I love you, family. And remember, you have the power to live your life. You also have the power to change your life. You don't have to settle. I love you all. Until next time. Bye.